Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Rojan Kim Cast. It's me, your host, Rojan Kim. Thanks for listening. Um, let's see. What do I have to talk about? Uh, not much. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke. Blows. It blows. Um, I, you know, I, I chose this. I did this to myself. I did it, so it's fine. You know, I chose the life of freedom. <laughs> if that's what this is, I guess I'm free. I'm free. Well, I am free from having to work in an office every day. So that's that's the point for me, I think. Even though that might mean I'm broke at times. You know, um, I don't have to wear clothes I don't want to wear. That's another point. Boom. That's my basic philosophy for work is that if I'm going to have to work, you know, uh, and not get paid to live out my dreams, I'm going to do it at least wearing clothes I want to wear. You know, I want to wear the clothes that I usually wear to work. I don't want to put on a suit, put on a, a uniform. Ugh, I had to, ugh. I used to work at Fridays, TGI Fridays, and you would have to wear the red and white striped shirt. I think this is, I think they might have changed the look. Uh, they had a rebranding, right? The rebranding. Back in the day, it was like really goofy. It was like the red and white shirts and the suspenders and the flare. Remember an office space where there's a scene, Jennifer Aniston's character uh, and her boss, that was like Mike Judge or something, and he's all like, you're supposed to have, you know, seven pieces of flair mandatorily, but do you want to be somebody who only does the mandatory amount or somebody who goes above and beyond? You know, so that was like, they had like managers come in from corporate and give you like flair strategies and how to build your flair and... <sighs> This is nuts. This is nuts. I um, got out of that job real quick when they started trying to get people to hang out with each other. They wanted the wait staff to like hang out with each other and do exercise building. Oh, God. Thank God I wasn't there for the rebranding because I think now they have like black shirts and instead of red and white, they had had some like meetings. They had these meetings where they were like, you know, uh, people are repulsed by the way our servers look, so I think we need a new strategy. How about just uh, black? How about just plain? That's classy, right? You went from outlandishly tacky to having no point of view. I guess that's... Look, marketing, huh? Marketing is just... It's just... It's just a big sack of shit. That's just really... Let's just be honest. It's Even marketers need to be honest. It's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, marketing is... Uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not important. I mean, it can be if you want to make a lot of money or if you want a lot of people to know who you are. or You know, if, if the, that's what it's good for. It's good for getting people to know about something, right? Like, like soap operas. Soap operas are called soap operas because they were sponsored by soap commercials who targeted the housewives who watched these programs. We still call them soap operas even though other you know it's not brought to you by soaps it's not brought to you by ivory or whatever other commercials play inside soap operas but we still call them soap operas because marketing marketing the marketing was so good you know it got into your brain it got into my brain it got into all in the entire world not really the entire world but let's just say most of america will understand what you mean by soap opera because of some clever marketing guys marketing is also responsible for sort of the look of what the feminist revolution was in the earliest early uh, 20th century if you look at um if you just type in a uh, century of the self in google and watch the the first thing that comes up it's a bbc documentary all about F sigmund freud's nephew um what was the dude's name um this guy so S sigmund freud's nephew basically utilized Freud's techniques um, to revolutionize the way products were sold, or not even products, um, so cigarettes, okay. Cigarettes were, uh, first only men smoked cigarettes, that was it, and then they wanted like to 
double their market. And he's like, well, hey, why don't we get some women smoking too? So this guy, all right, here's his name, Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays, nephew of Sigmund Freud, said, hey, what we should do is um, attach an unconscious desire of the women, you know, of, of the collective unconscious of women, and attach it to cigarettes somehow, and then that's how you'll get that market. That's how you'll tap into that market. <clears throat> so this is during, you know, uh, right around the suffrage movement. It's, you know, right after World War One. There's a little boom, a little hustle and bustle, and women are coming into the fray. And so what does he do? Edward Bernays devises an, uh, an ingenious scheme, really, to hire a group of actresses who all look hot. They're all hot and in their 20s, right? Hired them and then created a fake press conference, basically called all the press and was like, dude, you got to check out these women. They're causing a ruckus. They're feminists. They're young. You got to check these chicks out. So all these reporters showed up and these beautiful women all took out cigarettes and they said, we are lighting torches for freedom, right? They're basically equating the, the suffrage movement the suffrage movement and the, you know, basically uh, equating liberty, women's newfound liberty, sense of purpose, identity, you know, having a vote with smoking cigarettes. And it took off like gangbusters, you know, like everybody saw that image uh, and that it affected them. Men were like, oh, whoa, would the old people were like, oh, this is crazy or whatever. And then young people were like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Young women are like, yeah. You know, and like smoking became synonymous with freedom, independence, you know, being cool. It's kind of anti-establishment or whatever. It's just, even though it is the establishment, genius. So that's marketing. Is it good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think so. I mean, it is, in essence, just really good bullshit. Right? It's still bullshit. It's just really shiny bullshit or really persuasive bullshit. But bullshit nonetheless. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm glad to not be in uh, office culture. I, I still kind of experience it because I freelance. Uh, you know, I've got to go into an office and shit once in a while. And <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm glad I'm not fully immersed in bullshit but it's still there the you get a you get a little thin film of it all over you and you just can't oh you gotta <sighs> so this company i'm working for they're going through this rebranding rebranding they changed their logo to make it look like like the fucking computerized internet shit I, it's just dumb i don't <sighs> their old logo kind of had like um, fuck it, it's Turner. All right, Turner uh, Broadcasting. They had this logo that was all like, it looked kind of like, um, kind of like the Ford logo, like sort of this 20th century classic kind of back then because they had Turner Classic Movies and they had, you know, all that stuff. So it had this classic American graffiti font, whatever, just that kind of look, right? And now they decided, ah, that's just fucking, that's for old fuddy-duddies. No one wants that anymore. It's all about fucking streaming the internet now and content availability and vertical integration and all these fucking bullshit words. So now the new logo is, 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 is well, it just says Turner, but the R is now like a slash and a dot. You'll, you'll see it if you ever look this up, if you ever want to. But just take my word for it because it's not worth your time. Please don't. <laughs> learn from my mistakes or at least my downfall or downfall is not the right word but uh just learn from the bad shit that happened to me you don't have to subject yourself to this but yeah so the r is now a slash and a dot kind of like you know like http colon slash slash dots right like man it's internet man because we're hip man we're cool and then the whole thing was all about like put the consumer at the center think like a consumer be the consumer whatever the fuck that means whatever that f and you know and then a lot of catchphrases all in no fear you know try and fail like it just and this cost millions of dollars i'm sure at least one at least one million dollars to rebrand the entire company and have this like big town hall to do and have all these pamphlets and stickers point like it's basically a propaganda campaign uh, internally to just change i don't know what they're trying to change you know they're like vague threats 
of being um, downsized and, sh- you know, like, in this new economy, nothing is sacred. Budget shouldn't stop you from trying and failing. But don't fail too much because you might get fired, but you better try some new shit because... Ah, my timer went off. All right. I got to go get my laundry. All right, I'm back. Got my laundry. I think I had uh, said what I had to say about marketing. Not really. Uh, Century of the Self. Check it out. It's a really good documentary series. Um, Well worth the however long. I think it's like four episodes or something but totally worth it last time i saw it uh, i saw it while i was on acid maybe not the best idea but sometimes the truth hurts guys sometimes the truth hurts truth is enough to make you go crazy speaking of crazy my uh guest today is uh is he crazy i i don't like to define people by that it's kind of a dismissive term but my friend Jimmy Sun, you may remember him from an earlier podcast. He wanted to um, talk about mental health. So that's what we decided to do. Mental health, it's an important issue to me. It's an important, important, it's an important, it's an important issue for me. My family certainly has its share of mental health problems. Uh, Jimmy also um, has his share and his family's share of mental health problems. Is it coincidence that we're both Korean dudes who uh, were born in the 70s in America? Um, You know, whose parents were fucked up by war? You know, is that is that coincidence? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the war is probably it's just PTSD, probably just massive PTSD for a whole generation of people who ended up immigrating over here and then in turn fucking up their kids because, you know they knew better, right? The crazies knew better. I mean, in retrospect, it's completely insane that our parents knew best. They they were nuts. I mean, they no, they did their best, I'm sure. Um, you know, you do what you can. We're all human beings doing what we can, but sometimes you have the advantage of uh, growing up without war and tons of trauma and kind of gain a perspective on people who have grown up under those terrible circumstances. And you can see that, um, man, I really did a number on them, huh? Really did a number on them. And in turn, they did a number on us. But that's the way of the world. Uh, that's just how things are. Whatever. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm not really bitching about that. That's just, it's beyond my control. But it is fascinating. And it's, oh, it's just... Uh, I mean, it's not just Koreans. Come on, let's be honest. A lot of us have fucking crazy parents, crazy grandparents, whatever. Crazy people in our families, we are composed of them. They all form parts of our DNA or just little pieces of them inside of us. And maybe crazy is a survival strategy, really. Maybe when the shit got tough, tough got crazy. That's just how it is. Yeah. So anyway, this is uh, Roshan Cubecast, episode 24 my friend Jimmy Sun, and I hope you enjoy. We must all efficiently operationalize our strategies, invest in world-class technology, and leverage our core competencies in order to holistically administrate exceptional mental health. Not really a topic of conversation uh, that's, I don't know, what would you say that it's... I, 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 it's a very important topic. I, it's just, it's very complex. I what? will acknowledge it's very complex. So it's not an easy thing to even begin talking about. So, All right. so let's do, just start with a little background here. Why am I interested in mental health? I'm interested in mental health because um, I have been uh, depressed, uh, clinically depressed. Um, in my life, I've actually seen therapists since I was like eight. Uh, that was the first time I think I saw my first therapist. And it's been a big part of my life. And I even studied it in school to learn more about it. And really because my family is kind of fucked up, 
um, and they don't talk about shit. They like never talk about it. Did you have a it. positive experience in talk therapy throughout your life? I don't even know if you're in therapy right now, but uh, no, in I general. Stopped. Okay. Uh, okay, I would say in general, <coughs> therapists are just like people. Uh, most of them kind of suck or dumb or are dumb. You know what I mean? Like that's in my experience, I haven't been impressed by most of my therapists. And then I stop fucking talking to them. You know what I mean? I just kind of tell them what they want to hear. And I just kind of say, uh, but I didn't meet one therapist and it was actually analysis. It was, it was, um, it was fucking. His name was analysis. No, thank you. <laughs> yes. Anal. Cause you said no. Cause you were like, Oh, this is, uh, I did have a good therapist analysis. Yes. I realized that was, I misspoke. Um, I went to an analyst for the first time. Well, it was fucking free, which was awesome through my school. And at Columbia. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying was, to get into that program as a as a patient. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's hard to get. Not hard, but like, yeah, the grad Fuck, student. I totally forgot what it's called. Something psychoanalytic. Well, Columbia's got a Columbia's got a very good, uh, supposedly very good social workers grad uh-huh. program. Which social work, you know, to be one of the things to become a therapist, you need to be, be have a social work graduate degree. Uh huh. So. Right. 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 So they I have guess, a good yeah. thing. They, well, they've got, uh, it wasn't through, so Columbia, you're only allowed through your insurance, like eight sessions or something, oh. X amount of sessions. And then the person was like, I'm going to refer you, you know, to somewhere. And then gave me a bunch of options. So then I yeah. decided to try the psychoanalysis institute, even though I wasn't like a, I'm not a big fan of psychoanalysis. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really, you, are you familiar? That's what talk therapy is though. No, no, no. no. Most talk therapy is cognitive behavioral okay. therapy yeah so psychoanalysis i like that i wish i maybe i should have been in psychoanalysis then i think it's just different strokes okay so psychoanalysis believes in the freudian shit of uh your thoughts are connected to your unconscious like okay. inner uh whatever like that there's a connection between like your dreams have meaning and, and shit like that yeah cognitive behavioral therapists are more concerned with like how do we change the pattern of behavior oh. that comes out of these thoughts? I think I did both, though. I think my therapies was both. Yeah, a lot of people oh. fucking do both. A lot of people, because they can't agree on what's actually the real It's interesting thing. we're talking about this, because I actually am very pro-talk therapy, or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Um, but I found, I found, I found a very a great one, one that I liked. Then I ran out of money, so now I'm, I have a, I'm kind of angry at that world, because... I understood it was a business the whole time, but now it's like, this is when I needed them. And then when everything was ho-hum, all great, I'm not getting that money back. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely it's a fucking business. I mean, there's that whole aspect to it. The, there's also the aspect of like, uh, I remember my friend, I had a buddy, he went to a therapist and he was like, that bitch was falling asleep, like just straight up, just like her yeah. eyes are closed. Well, bad therapist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But I mean, like, it's a job, you know, yeah. for these people. <laughs> Their job is to fucking sit and listen to people. So they, it's like the relationship they have with you is different. From I hate one. to say, I don't know if you agree with this. The more money you have, the gen, uh, this is uh, yeah. I guess this is a generalization. The more expensive therapists are better. I, somewhat. Usually. Yeah. Would you agree with that in general? I would agree okay. in America. Yeah, that oh, in America. In America, the care you get, health or yeah. mental, oh, okay. is usually going to be better the more money you mm-hmm. have. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I think it's even more of, a, more of a bigger divide in mental health just because it's less of a... Um, like, they've been fixing broken arms for whatever. So, I don't, you know, you can go to the well, half-bit doctor down the street, but... So anyway, but that kind of, yeah, I'm a little sour at it. So his little, his, you know, his dog, he's crazy. This dude had his, his, uh, his French poodle, not the mini one was getting, um, acupuncture during our session because he was dying (laughs) and I'm like, do I get my money back? And like, I know, honestly, I listen, I, as a patient, purposely would act because his dog was dying like that was a big thing throughout listen okay he's this little short gay dude lives in the west village he actually was my it was my relationship was my marriage counselor whoa which was crazy to begin with because i got divorced anyway oh and wait, then, <laughs> yeah, wait he was your marriage counselor yeah and then after you got went through the divorce you became your regular counselor yes 
Dude. Yes. And is there an acupuncture on this dog? And oh, his dog shit. was dying this whole time. And then, like, the dog had act. He's like, I got to keep the door open. The dog would be in our session because he, and then he wanted, he had to have the sessions down at his apartment, not his office. His office was closer <laughs> because his dog, he couldn't leave his dog. And then he died. And then, Lee, me, listen, I'm a results oriented guy. I'm like, even as a patient, I was like, this, my therapist is going to be more effective with me if he feels as though, I mean, I know I didn't care about his dog, but I would ask him about his dog. So you said this guy would be better yes. if he's like not worried about his dog. So well, if I'm he feels like I have compassion for his dog. If you, wow. Yeah. To be, do I, well, do I have compassion? No, I'm like now, three years later, four, I haven't seen him in two years. Like, that's just, yeah. Okay. Him doing acupuncture. Give me some of that money back and we could. Do some more sessions, but I mean, yeah, in retrospect, but you were a compassionate being at that time. Not really. This dude was gonna. The dog was in the picture no matter what. Like so he would have definitely s- dropped me if I'm like this dog can't be. We can't keep the door open so the dog could come in and out. He probably was like sorry. So you were expressing kind of empathy, but really for the gain of having a better therapist Absolutely, and yeah. getting your money's more Absolutely. worth. And now you feel like you were gypped, or that's I guess you can't say no. Gypped, but but uh, now I need help, and now it, yeah, he did. Let me run a cra- like a debit, so I owe him like twenty five hundred. Oh, what a dick! He let you run a debit. What if I get? No, no, a credit. A, a credit. credit. I, know. I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, "I'll front nice you." Though. Yeah, that's better. Is than that not. nice? It's no. better than not. Is it better than not? I don't think so, man. I, mean, I ain't gotta say it in no. the mic. I ain't never gonna pay him, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, here's the thing, man. <laughs> so anyway, I did. So I did okay, analysis so. for like four years, three years, four years, some shit, and that shit was like four times a week. Like, oh. I went every, almost every day and just lay on a couch and just fucking talk for, like, 45 minutes. And Who like that? That was me. You picked to do that? Yeah, yeah, I picked At to do eight, it. what age? Oh, uh, when I was in film school. So oh, okay. okay. When I was an adult. Okay. Um, so, all the way up until this point, I had, like, talk therapy. You just sit and talk to the person like this. Like, we are okay, sitting so across from analysis. each other. Okay, fucking analysis. You're like this. You're fucking, you don't see the person anymore, and you lay down. And at first, you're just like, holy shit, there's nobody. You don't realize how important it is to have a person in front of you when you're fucking talking because you read, unconsciously, like, read their cues and shit. Like, you realize that okay. once they remove that shit and you're just talking into the air, it's like, it's a crazy experience because then it's almost like, at first, you're kind of self-conscious because you're like, oh, you want to know what the other person looks so like. So it's really, uh, so it, and then you go through analysis and then they just cut it up and analyze your data and then give you the answers like you're this crazy person no not really that's what i liked about it was uh, it was a a woman she wasn't really like imposing her thoughts or what she felt was going on with me she never really jumped in but what she did do was like remind me of shit i said earlier so i'd be like so i'd say some shit and then she'd be like hey that's really similar to like when you said this and then I'd be like, oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then you, that, I'd kind of go gave, off of that. She would give, I mean. She would just notice connections and remember things that I'd forget. And you she know? just you just talked the whole time? Yeah, basically just talked. As, and then what are you exactly paying her for? Just their, just their connections? No, or does no. she give you analysis afterwards? Yeah, there's oh, okay. some. Oh, Especially okay. if I start asking, you know, if okay. I'm like, well, what do you think or whatever, you know. But essentially she's just like, you know, gathering information and then you know and she is called a psychoanalyst she doesn't call herself she just calls herself a therapist therapist. but uh she was at a school that was a psychoanalytic school but she herself was probably just combining different mine is def mine the what i've been through is is definitely more cognitive and i've heard that label Uh why haven't I even heard of this psychoanalyst type of session. Is it less common? Is it? Are, are my psychotherapists just keeping me in their business circle to make money off of me, or what? It's older. Yes. Yeah, psych- oh, okay. psychoanalysis is the birth of psychiatry, right? It's Freud. It's fucking. What's the price? Uh, is it similar prices? To- <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, you've been both. You've been in both. No. Uh, what's the price? Fuck. Dude, I'm I don't just saying, know. is it like, it was like ten thousand dollars a session? No, no, all my shit was cheap, man. I oh, was okay. always because it, it was broke. I was poor. Maybe so okay. I got which. So which one did you like better? What was okay? She was giving me forty bucks a session. I think she, she even dropped it down to twenty at one. point. I think it was twenty at one point. Which one did you thought was more effective? Uh, the last one, but the last Psycho one, animals. yeah, yeah, because I was able to tell her that this was my last one, and I'm I'm done. 
Like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, there was an end. Yeah, there and was. She a always and knew. She, it's just part of that. There's always was, an end. Well, it's funny was that like she was actually coming up with reasons that to I stop. should stay. Uh, oh, to stay. Yeah, she's like, of oh, course. Well, why you are you think, why uh, you giving that look? Like you're so surprised. She was. Of course, she was. She makes money off of you. No, I understand that, but it wasn't really like that. You know what I mean? I could tell it was. It was well, that's kind a good of sales like, person, though. When you do, when it's not, not she like was that. not making that much money off of me. I think she was actually like, the way I think about it is. Say you're her, right? And you sit there for eight hours, ten hours a day, and motherfuckers come in. How many sessions did you have? I had four times a week. For how long? For like a few years, three years. Fucking, it was like a relationship, you know. Four times a week? Yeah, that's what I said. One hour a day? Yeah, forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a lot of stuff. It's a yeah. So I went in deep. So that was like, so I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna do it, and this was before I decided to do stand up too. That was a whole other like where by the end of it I decided I want to do stand up oh. and I want to stop therapy. This is the question everyone wants to know. Uh-huh. So you did this thing for a whole year? No, fucking three, three years. Yeah, the longest time with the same person. Yeah, this chick was definitely making money off of you. What do you mean she wasn't making money off of you? Why was she only charging you twenty? Because I couldn't afford it. Uh, and the only yeah, and I was paying for it through insurance. When I had insurance. So at the end, what was the answer? What do you mean? You did all this fucking therapy. You yeah, guys yeah, have yeah, your because yeah. I've never had a last session with. Oh, the that shit. Well, well was, what did the what did what did the analysis say? You went to psychoanalysis. What uh-huh. what's what was the analysis? What was the summary? Oh, Rogan, you should be a comedian. No, well, okay. But I my, know there's no silver bullet answer, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's it. Was basically be a comedian. I could talk about the myself forever is what I came to the conclusion of. And I don't, I think I needed to do it for a while, but now I don't need to do it anymore. Cause okay. I have, so comedy helped you with that. Sure. Comedy. Well, the thing is I was already a filmmaker. I was in film school at the time. So I was like, I was with her when I was writing, <coughs> I was writing a screenplay about my dad and my mom basically and all that shit when they were like giving me up or whatever. And I read, wrote the short about it so like i was basically talking it through with her every day when i was doing that shit you know i was like so i really feel why like why do we want what we can't have like you writing a, a thing about your mom like why i i have the same thing like i have mentioned many issues with my dad but i still want to have a good relate why why can't we just draw the line and be like fuck them done i'm not thinking about them do you anymore. mean you personally because people can some oh, people can fucking do it yeah i i, I can't yet yeah, I mean, I think because you have feelings, you know, you're sensitive. You've, you, use your dad. I mean, it's not, it's not weird. I mean, I feel the same way about my dad. Like, why do I care? What about have you been able to have you compartmentalized your mom? Because that's a different situation if she ain't been around. Right. I don't have. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is she hasn't? I did meet her, and she was crazy and so like part of it was like i mean i wrote a fucking whole bit about it actually the i started the therapist when i met my mom so i started this therapist when i met after my mom. or before right after basically right after so, yeah i mean that of course that was like a big that's turning a huge point thing. in my life i was like oh, should we fuck. do some like practical jokes on your mom would that make you happy in any way no no no, no. would make me happy i mean you wouldn't have to be there we could just film just, it. Like hurt her. Like no, I'm no, not no, no, gonna no. hurt her. What don't do you mean hurt, hurt her, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know things like take out her mouse ball or something. Take out her mouse like, ball. Like unplug her computer. <laughs> the computer based yeah. pranks. I don't know. Driving like crazy. Well, uh, she has two. Do- I have two half sisters in New York. Uh, we can find them, do stuff. But I would never do the anything, and I hope nothing ever happens to them. This is erosion. <laughs> of course, these are all. Anyway. Um, yeah, so anyway, she fucking... Psychoanalyst. Like yeah, analyst. So I started when I fucking met her and then ended uh, right, at, like a, uh, like right after film school or whatever. Fucking right before comedy. So do you still feel like you need to talk about yourself a lot? Yeah, but I do it in a constructive way. Or I try. Comedy. Through comedy, yeah, which is... I mean, is there a day where you're going to say, forget about the comedic aspect of it, you're going to say, I don't want to talk about myself, so I'm going to stop doing comedy because that's the main reason I did comedy to begin with. No, actually, I do feel that I do want to stop talking about myself, but maybe to to write or something, to do something that's more like storytelling. 
You know what I think in general about us comedians? We th- we think we're much more cooler just that because we're doing comedy. <laughs> we think we we're think. cooler yeah. than everybody. But we yeah. are. Yeah. We are. Half I mean, these people, first half these people ain't telling jokes. Listen, I ain't ever going to say this. Oh, you're talking about everybody as a whole. But I'm just yeah. talking about you personally, me personally. Me personally as well. The narrative is so cool, but it's uh-huh. really not, not. I'm not even talking about cool like oh, like good life, cool being famous, cool. I'm just talking about like, eh, it's not that big of a stretch sure. that I'm trying to be a comedian. Oh, dude. That, that, that. Yeah. Because first of all, I haven't done I mean, I guess I've just doing it is an accomplishment somewhat, but you know what I'm saying? No, I we do. comedians need to take it down a notch I agree. as far as I agree. our importance in the fucking world. When as I well. tell people I do stand up, they're like, wow, that's so brave. And I'm like, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not brave. You just gotta, it's not fucking like, you know, a heart surgeon. You know, it's like somebody yeah. doing something. Like, we need that guy. You don't I need agree. me. You need that guy. Don't need us at <laughs> all. There's two of us. You could, we could both be shot. We could both that be shot. That might be part of our fucking problem as comedians of why we don't fucking do well or make because we take ourselves we think we're way more important than we are comedians do take themselves very seriously yeah they do it's very it's true it's actually i totally agree because that's stupid like this fucking i don't know whatever any this that's why i like i don't want to be on facebook anymore because i just see this fucking i had the same thought this <sighs> week people just writing and <laughs> there was just there, no there was a guy i'm friends with Someone? Oh, not really. I mean, I know him. And uh, he kind of tried to make a political statement. And I was like, man, if Mike Smith, I'm not usually going to tell his name. Uh-huh. <clears throat> if Brendan Sagalo is trying to make political statements on Facebook, I have to get off Facebook. Yeah. And I hope he, and he knows that. I, I hope th- he listens to that. Because, Brendan, relax, buddy. All right, we'll tag him. That's I'll tag him. How about I tag it? <laughs> you want me to tag? But then not no, tag you? No. Okay. Whatever. Who knows? No, Brendan. You hitting these buttons? Brendan's funny, but Brendan's you know, great. it's like, come on, dude. Like, do I make political statements on Facebook? I'm trying to think. I don't, cause I know I'm not that Let fucking important. Son, we can go Have through. I, we can go do. Somebody go through. can go. I don't give. A, I don't. Th- no. I mean. Yeah, go through it. Hey, go through Jimmy Sun's feed. If you anyway. find anything political, send it to him. And then he'll, I mean, there is some things political, but is eat it? his words. Hey, Sorry. no, dude. It's the thing is, like, you know, we have the freedom to say whatever the fuck we want. But why should we <laughs> like that's, you know, not everybody has something no, to say or yeah. whatever. But and I agree that we're not no better than anybody else. We're not fucking saving lives. We're not doing anything that would actually like if there was a revolution and they needed to keep important people, we wouldn't be part of that group. That they need, you know what I mean? Like, well, I am trying to downplay comedians, but I also will downplay the general public because I would say that even though I just lowered comedians, I'm gonna—I mean, the general public as well is below that as well because most of them are sitting at a job in an office, and I've done that for a while, and it's just there's no, there's just nothing to that, so they're below us still. Okay, you office fuckers, you hear that? Yeah. Get up off your fucking asses and quit your care. fucking job. Get out there, do what you fucking want to do. Job. I am. I am. I'm always talking about quitting your job, dude. I think nah. it's healthy. What are you going to tell people what to do? I'm not telling people no, what no. to do. I'm not telling them what to do. I'm just saying you quit your job. I'm saying, uh, quit your job. Like, if you already not feel that can, way. But not everyone can be a leader. That's what I'm saying. You, we, there needs to be those people. But the ones that are need to follow their guts. You know what I mean? They need to fucking do it. Anyway, we're talking about mental health. Oh, uh, I'm are. here with Jimmy Sun, and uh, well, I think it's bad for mental health to not like challenge yourself and not put yourself in uncomfortable situations, man. And that's okay. I'm sitting here with Jimmy Sun. I'm in his apartment. There is a black fold-out table that we're the uh, blood stains on it. No? There's I don't know. I haven't checked. Kind of smells uh, like Clorox. No, we are sitting in chairs facing each other. There's a p- small pile of pills in front of Jimmy. That he's oh. going to take. We were talking about mental health. These are these are your meds. These are my meds. What are what are they? Uh, Effexor. Which one's Effexor? And this oh, is Prozac. So these three Prozac beige. Prozac is like a very general. Pills. It's and very these popular are name. Yeah. Okay, so two smaller. This is oh, this is pills. like the re- this is Stripes, the like antidepressant. This is like Prozac is like Prozac. The, no, this very. Popular. Right. This and is SSRI, right? Yeah, SSRI. Exactly. SSRI. Yeah, it's been okay. around for a while. And then That's somewhat new. The effects. I don't really. It actually makes me sweat a lot. Supposedly. What, what is it for, though? I have no idea. To be honest, I don't even really read up into it. You have no I, idea. I mean, you I do. Take... It's a different. It's a different. 
it's a different it's not an SSRI and it affects her it's different than the SSRI. It has different effectsers. Yeah. yeah, it has. It's exactly. <laughs> he doesn't know what the effectsers. I, I, to be honest with you, me and my psychiatrist, we what? should tape our conversation because we have a, 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 a ongoing um, conversation. Because I believe I don't believe the effectser is doing anything, and she believes like that is effectser is the most important drug I'm taking. And it's just weird because why would I know? That's just from my gut feel. Oh, dude. I'm like, no, nah, it's the Prozac. Because we're actually trying to. She's actually trying to decrease my meds. She's been kind of for a while now. Wait, so, would it, for about a year. She's been trying to decrease her meds. Would yeah. it be weird if I went in with you just to record? A, a, you just know what? To get I, an she interview? always doesn't. We, a, we, we, can, we could do a wiretap, but she wire. won't. Oh yeah. no! Th- she would definitely sue us then. That yeah. would be illegal. She's, I, every she always like, yo, it's your comedy. You can't talk about me. I'm like, whatever. Fuck you. Um, all right, let's. Look I'm up. like, well, you're not even that important anyway. She's not Boom. that interesting. Exactly. I trust her though. One of the few people I trust. Maybe that's why she prescribes you the effectser. She's like, effectser uh, <laughs> is a different. It, it, it hits some different thing. But once again, they do all these mental drugs. People out there. I'm talking to the people. Um, if you're taking an antidepressant, just this, this is common sense. We as a, and I don't, if anyone disagrees with this, give me a call, but this is just a a fact. We don't know exactly what's going on in the human brain. We know about 10% of the human brain, if that. So if, if we're, if I'm taking meds that are supposed to help my mental brain things, which are all up in the brain, like my emotions aren't in my toes. I mean, they could be in my toes. But generally, it's brain stuff. Obviously, they don't know what the meds are exactly doing either because right. it's 10%. That's not a lot. They don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, so Effexor, Effexor is an antidepressant, and it's an SSR. It's a selective serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor, so SSNRI. Uh, I think it is for also uh, so it's manic or mood stabilizer. Probably, yeah. I yeah. take antidepressants for the. Dep- and mood stabilizers because I'm right. bipolar. Boom. So there you go. Um, and have you ever gone off them? What, what like? I did. I, I went off my meds on purpose once, which was a bad idea. Why? Because I wanted you... to have better sex. Oh, it was affecting your libido. It will. Yeah. Okay. And I was like going on vacation with this girl, with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, it was, it was, I was, okay. it was, you know what? I was actually manic at the time. Uh-huh. And I didn't know even at that point I was. And we were at a wedding and I was pissed off and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to stop, which was not good. Uh-huh. So I was kind of going into a, a phase or a, 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 I don't know what you call it. Like, a, yeah. So you had like, you just decided. I'm either severely depressed, wrapped up in the corner. Not talking to anyone for about six months, or I'm much more on the depressive side. When I'm manic, I'm not like jumping off buildings. There's people that are like, I'm bipolar two. If you're but if you're bipolar one, you, your manic episodes are much extreme. Right, and they, they think they could jump. You know, they can fly. But <clears throat> so I'm definitely not that way. But when I'm more manic. I'd rather be manic than depressed. I tell my psychiatrist that all the time. But it's not cool because, you know, you, you could go over the edge. The right. problem with feeling manic, this is the big problem I, I need to remind myself, is it's it's like a rubber band because it's always going to come back. To the depression? Being manic always Snaps somewhat you. is the precursor <laughs> to being depressed. Whoa, I see. So, But then it's also difficult to figure out if it's just normal mood, daily moods. Like, whatever. Such right. A, such a mind. So it must fuck. feel awesome. I mean, mania must feel. Oh. I mean, it must you feel good, right? Do you feel good, or did you? Yeah, but now like, I'm now I'm like more knowledgeable enough that I know the depression's coming, and that really sucks. So I don't. It, it but I mean, of, at the time, at the time, yeah. In the, it's like cocaine, Better. basically. Like yeah. In the moment, you're like, Wah! but then you know, there's gonna be something. It is, you know, and you're you know, uh, coming. But it's deep down inside, it's not a good feeling though, because I'm kind of not in control. Really? Oh, yeah. so you're conscious of that. Yeah. You're conscious of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that must suck. Um, I mean, you're sitting with a person. I, I, I try to make a joke of this, but it's more of a serious topic. Like. 
there have been times in the past where my I am control. I am out of. I am not in control by my brain. It's uh, you know, me thinking that the best route is killing myself. That's not sane. Right. But so, honestly, at for those like forty minutes, forty-five minutes, that was that, that was the. N- without a doubt the best thing to do and only thing to do and that's not good and so i was out to me that's that's the true definition of out of control right so that's kind of scary though so you attempted suicide yeah Uh, i didn't i was about to but you're about to well i really thought just to forget about like if i attempted or not for me to even think it think that that was the best idea even for like half a second should scare people the fact that really for like 45 minutes that was and it wasn't just like oh i was eating crabs and then 40 but it was like it was a bit it was all this stuff going on before that obviously but yeah it was that's not i've been thinking about that and i try to live my life with no fear but that's kind of scary yeah yeah it's gotten i mean i've gotten so depressed that that's been that was the main debate you know like should i do it or whatever but um I don't want to be cliche because then you know it's a it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, right? That's the problem with suicide, right? Yeah, I fucking I don't know. I think I just maybe I was at a point where I was like, well, do I want to live or not? Yeah, I had to fucking and I really decided that I did. I was like, hey, you think I do want to? Um, But um, yeah, I don't know if you. I I don't think we've said it on air but you know talk about your experience and you not taking meds and somewhat self-managing which actually i would clap my hands if i could like i would i applaud that oh really and we, i would i think we should talk about that more um <laughs> talk about more than you what's no 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 it's okay. fine it's just i you know and i didn't i feel trapped by these meds now because whenever i've gotten i've kind of stopped taking meds that want t- twice you know, once on purpose, the other time I don't remember what happened. Or they also, they just stop working also, by the way. These so meds you, also have just stopped sometimes. <clears throat> I've had that as well. Oh, dude. So and while you you're taking it, them, yeah. it starts. Well, I have an episode. So then it's right. like, oh, well, whatever you're taking is not working. So we need to. Yeah. It, it, and But my doctor, who I very, I trust her a little bit, says that. That's a valid answer to give as a psychiatrist. The meds just sometimes wear off and you need to switch, which is pro- true. Right. It's not such a great statement, but. Do you feel you have a good business relationship with your psychiatrist? Like you get your, you get your money's worth? You get She's your a little worth? unorganized with the billing. So, we're, mm. yeah, we're good with that. <laughs> 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 She's like Cuban. I don't know if she's a lesbian. She got two kids in the Marine. I, I don't. She tries to. If I, the, the one that I got a go-to move. If we start talking about things I don't want to talk about, we just, I still talking about the Knicks. She loves the Knicks. So, <laughs> what I don't like either with her, I see her for fifteen minutes a month, and if I go in there a little manic, she's like, "Yo, you're manic," and then she switches the meds. But I'm like, "Yo, I could. I'm a fucking actor. I, I could. I, I'm cr- like, yeah." Honestly, for the next 15 minutes, I got to sit here and not say a word to you. You could talk to me. So I'm going, I don't know. But that's See, weird. That's the thing. That's, I, the- I've told her that directly also. How are you going to tell me in 15 minutes out of all these minutes of the month, maybe you just caught me on a bad day. Uh-huh. Maybe I just lost money in a huge gambling thing. Maybe yeah. my girlfriend just, maybe maybe I had the best day. I went riding for a bike and it was, <laughs> you know, so I, whatever. Yeah. But, they, but that's her job yeah. kind of, but right. What I mean. She's good. I'm lucky. No, it's good though. I mean, it's good that if you feel like you're in a good place. With I that. had a I had a board certified psychiatrist. I and I give his I don't know what his name. He had some regular Chinese name, Peter Wong or David Wong. Some he blatantly was gonna fill out some pa- disability paperwork for me for money. Because like, yo, I need it by Monday. He's like, oh, I can't do it. He's like, but if you give me five hundred bucks, I'll do it. Uh huh. This is so funny. I was like, uh. I don't, that's kind of, I don't like him anyway, but yeah, sleazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Said it with a straight face, like he was Sunday at church. Cha-ching. Chinese. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't like Chinese, man. (laughs) You don't like Chinese? Nah, too many of them. Too many. There are a lot. Uh, There's some cool, I have some friends, a lot of friends that are Chinese. Chinese? (laughs) Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Uh, I'm sure they're shitty Chinese people just like anyone else. 
But uh, no, I'm just saying, why do we let anyway? Anyway, you think? Yeah. So I decided not to take meds. Oh, the whole thing of me deciding not to. And my last girlfriend, she was trying to get me to take. Both her parents are fucking therapists, and she was trying to get me to take meds. And yeah, that didn't like, work out, out, obviously. No, because yeah, I'm not that with was her. that must have been and weird to begin with. I mean, uh, yeah, it wasn't like just was totally. Weird. I mean, how how long were you guys going out for? Long time. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, five years. But I'll be. Let's. This is maybe why we have this podcast. So I got to keep it real with you though, because I've had a situation where holistic. Right. Let, let's just put the. La- I don't even want to put a label on. You are dealing it in a. Non- I don't even want to say non-traditional. What's the best way to say it? You're not taking pills. Let's just put it. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. take You have pills consciously for, decided yeah. not to take pills, and that's your right. Yeah. That's you may be even smarter than me, right? But let me put the hand up. The hand is going up right here. Hands up. Yeah. And I guess this is life in general. If you do happen to pass away due to your ailment that possibly could have been helped by the meds, uh-huh. you just kind of need to own up to that and how that would affect the people close to you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? it's irresponsible. Because I've had a situation uh-huh. where that happened uh-huh. and the guy passed away. So you had a friend who committed yeah. suicide. Yes. It was right. a, in, exactly. Uh-huh. And they were, they had loved ones and they, you know, it was whole, and he, he or she did not believe in meds, but then they committed suicide because that, which, and then I hate, not that it works for everyone. I, these pills help me. I know that right. it's just, I'm not saying that yeah. it doesn't work for some people. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, I found a way yeah. to not. I think a lot of it is. Well, uh, you are. Weed. You do accept the risk. Sure. Yes. But there's inherent risk in everything. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the fact is that for me, I I was I was a psychology major at UC Berkeley, yeah. and I took the seminar on antidepressants. I that Berkeley. That's very. Well, it's a good whatever. school. People, yeah, yeah, sh- people should respect that. No, it's fine. You have a degree. Yeah, I have okay. a degree from there. Um, but it, whatever. I don't. Dude, I did a lot of drugs there too. It was fucking awesome. Anyway, I never said you didn't do a lot of yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. It was, but in the seminar, I learned that these fucking drugs, when they do those clinical trials and they submit to the FDA their results, they include in their success rate the placebo success as well. So when they do these experiments, these are like usually double blind placebo experiments. Some people get sugar pills, some people get the real thing, but they don't know if they get which one. So they can't, you know, know that they have the sugar pill or whatever. And they found that the people who took the sugar pill had success, like like less depression in it. That makes you know, no sense SSRIs. to accept the placebo. Can you give any logical reason to accept the placebo? Yeah, to get the fucking pill pushed uh, through. Yeah, absolutely, besides that. Yeah, but yeah, but besides that. Yeah, that's why that's why I decided, dude, I'm not, there's basically, it's a one third, it's one third chance. It's a one third chance it'll work. It's one third chance that it's placebo and a one third chance that it won't work no matter what. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just take my chances. Uh, and I don't, I never, it never got so bad. I only had one real major depressive episode and I can understand why, like a lot of my young adult life has been figuring out understanding why and shit because my childhood you know what i mean it's all directly connected to my childhood this is the first time i was out of the home you know whatever it like yeah, totally yeah, makes yeah, sense. yeah it makes sense i um, just want you around could not it because, happen again? not because i yeah no no yeah. i understand i got you i mean could In it general. happen again sure it could happen there's plenty of people that want you around it could happen again but i just you know what i hear you yeah i'm like it's possible i guess this is a morbid we don't understand enough about the mind to have a biochemical fix only you know what i mean we don't actually understand like just the fact that's a good point i agree with that as well i believe in their need what meds are not no meds there needs to be an introspective View of yourself somehow by ant- by whether it's talk therapy, psych, some something, some something. whatever you the yoga, meditate, whatever you want, stick your finger up your like ear, whatever you want to do. You, positive, but you can't just be taken. Positive thinking yeah. has been proven in experiments to work, right? People actually get positive effects from just thinking positively. Yeah. Why? Why is there placebo? Like why? Think about that. Why? Why does it? Why does it work? If you take a sugar pill, you think you're going to get better. You get better. There, that's like it's a reported effect in almost like, every you know clinical trial. My doctor has been trying to actually decrease my meds for the past year, two uh-huh. years. So she does. She does kind of have a plan of me getting off 
the meds. I guess right. I could give her credit in that way, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'd be very I'd... scared of that because I've actually decreased my the dosage recently. But I don't know if that's good for your safety or not. If but, you learned not saying, because I don't want to, you know, obviously, I think first of all, I think you know, if you're taking medicine and it's working. Anybody really? That's fucking good. Great. That's the whole point. That's the, fucking the, great. The, the you definition know? of working is very. But I just mean like your life is improved. You're not d- experiencing whatever brought you to them. You're not experiencing, and it, some people need them. I totally get it. But yeah. I don't think it's the answer for everybody. I agree. And I think there's other ways that are actually take more effort <laughs> and yeah, are harder. Uh, on you. Yeah, I guess my but, point from before was yes. Yeah, so I know a different person that is taking a more holistic approach. And then she's depressed all the time. And, like, I say shit. Well, I'm like, well, that's... That's a sign, then. Yeah, that's man. that's part of your choice as well. So I don't... Stop complaining. Yeah. I mean, I am... Like, constant. Like, yeah. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Because it's like... Oh, like, all the time. Then, stop complaining, then. Yeah. Like, you know, if you didn't... If it was raining, you don't have an umbrella, stop complaining. I don't complain on what. I'm going to try to get a coat or something and put it over my head. Like... Right. And I think there's something to be said that, man, we, okay, just think about, we're both Korean. Just think about 100 years ago, how they were fucking living. Are you 100% Korean? I don't know, but I think I am. Generally, I think I am, because my, everyone was from over there. Yeah. So. I haven't done a genetic test. Interesting. My cousin did one. He was mostly Korean, so I, you know, uh, uh, so I'm probably somewhere (laughs) in that area. Koreans don't deal with mental health. At all. Well, that's a whole other, Yes. That's like, um, like, like black people don't deal with mental health level type. Well, a lot of poor people, fucking people who have been fucking Koreans don't get that. I was talking about, yes, Koreans care about their reputation more. They will, yeah. they will forego their mental health so the, the community thinks everything's great. Let alone the fucking daughters giving blowjobs out like fucking candy at, at high school. It's kind of funny. Or at some crazy rave. She's wearing some crazy miniskirt. Like, oh, no, we just... We just having, we're just dancing. <laughs> like, yes. w- w- which, with, why, okay, the wings, but why do you, what's going on with these shorts? Like, are these shorts? Or are on, like, oh, I'm just, me and my girlfriends. Anyway. Who's that? Is that who or is that your, it seemed like there was a specific. I just feel like the, the most, the, the people just... that have the, perf- the perfect yeah, look, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. shiniest, yeah. have the, the, in the most back, to hide. have the worst things. Like Bill going, Cosby? Or the most sour. And, well, I don't really care about or Bill Cosby. Bill no, Cosby's going saying... to die. Like, or priests. Are more, priests who fuck uh, Yeah, kids, but not yeah. even about peace, but like, I don't even know. I, you know what? I don't even know Koreans that well. But, I, but aren't they somewhat materialistic and it's all about the reputation of the family and this person went to an Ivy school and this person's marrying someone with this money and they got a summer house? That's so BS because I've already done that. It's not that fun. Boom. You heard it here first, Jimmy. Well, I'm Korean to everybody. Right Fuck you, Koreans. But anyway, yeah. Koreans, I do. You got a lot of feel... Korean friends? No. See? Yeah. Uh, I have Korean. Family, the only reason I, I hang out with you is you're not Korean. Boom. There you go. Yeah, you're, I'm pretty, you're pretty not really Korean. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. Korean. But I, fr- I was probably around more of them in terms of just population size. Like there was a Korea town and more Korean culture. But I... Do you think you and I could own a, a nail salon? You and I. Yeah. I think we could do anything, bro. <laughs> we don't have to stop funny. there. Uh, but all right. Sorry. Fucking, mental health. Koreans uh, don't mental deal with health? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Koreans don't deal with that shit. My whole, uh, I believe that it, that's because of the war, uh, which is a topic of another podcast maybe we will do. But uh, Koreans. That's dude. a big leap, though, man. I mean, everyone's been in war. I mean, we just had it. What about uh, what about 22 military vets committing suicide every day in the U.S.? Yeah, they're all fucked up, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's just what I'm saying. Well, war is not good. I'm not. Who's, am I, who said I was for war? Did you say that? No, no, no. Oh, what no I'm saying that. is that. You see, how, you see how people listen to that? So I slipped that in there. All right. Is that. Kind of a propaganda that's thing. That's like, that's a Jedi mind trick like, for episode uh, 97. You yeah, better, bro. Uh, subscribe. In 97. Anyway, Koreans. All right, first off. Can we get some fish for this podcast? Sure, buddy. What like a fish want? tank? A fish tank? Like a saltwater fish tank. That'd be what cool. do you want to put in it? Mental health. Just Koreans. Koreans and mental health in a fish tank? I like Korean girls, though. I think Korean girls <laughs> are the prettiest out of all the, ra- the, the true Asians. The true Asians? Versus Japanese. 
Why are we the only one without Koreanese? <laughs> wait, 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 think wait, about wait. that. Japanese, Chinese. What? Who cares about mental health? Japanese, Chinese. Why ain't we Koreanese? Why ain't we one of them? Why is it knees? What if we're not uh, Polish? Is there any other? What if we're not uh, one of the? Do regular? you disagree with that? Not? That Korean girls are the prettiest. What if we're not one of the true Asians, and that's why we don't get a knees? I think we got like a little Eskimo. I want a little Mongolia in me, cause I'm a you bigger do. dude. Maybe Samoa. I'll take Samoan. Nah. First of all. Korean girls, yes, are beautiful. There are some ugly ones too. If I, get, I think the Japanese chicks are the ugliest. I don't. I can't. You can't get, sign off on that. I can't sign off on that. Yeah, there's fucking hot ass. See, you see that? You see that? Korean girls, you gotta stick with me. See? This guy's. I like dancing. Korean, no, I think nah, girls are fucking. He, he didn't. I, I'm a bigger proponent. You're of a bigger Korean proponent. Girls. Yes. Right. I am a more equal opportunity guy. I think when it comes to women and their beauty. Anyway, fucking Koreans. Why isn't it Koreanese? Because they're it's Vietnamese, fucking, dude. Because they're a little country. Taiwanese kicked between the two big guys. No, I'm right? just talking about the knees. What is knees? That's mean? why they like is, Burberry. You're smart. You're from Berkeley or whatever. Is knees like? Does that mean people in Latin or something? No, it means like or language. S- the language of, or like the people of. Oh yeah, yeah, the people of. I don't know, dude. I don't know how they come up with the words for people. We gotta change that. Turkish. I don't know. Turkeys. Maybe they just—it's a bunch of white dudes who probably sat around and talked about it like this. What do you think, Koreanese? And they're like, nah, do they, do, nah. Do they grow grapefruits in Korea? Maybe in Jeju-do. Do you know where that is? South. Like the island that's south of it. Yeah. Why is a grapefruit called a grapefruit? That's another crazy one. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I think uh, we're heading to the end of the podcast. Oh, we're going. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not. A, I think we're heading toward the end. But uh, all right. So I don't know. I guess we're, I'm going to sign off. <laughs> I don't really, Dude, just, I need to look, know. This is, the, we this don't is have mental health. Okay, we're talking about mental health. We're, we're going to sign mental off on health. mental health. What are the final thoughts about mental health? Because I feel like you know, everyone should really do more soul searching inside to find their own happiness. Okay. Nice. Uh, for me, I feel like it should be uh, don't fucking ignore it. It's like a real thing. Mental health is a real thing. Yeah, it's but you, you know what? Fucking... Is this podcast really going to change that? We are going to. We have been ignoring it for the past years. No, that's... And, and we have not even. Right. A, as soon as like Ray Rice slaps another girlfriend, like this whole this whole German jet thing will be over. It's crazy. German that's, jet. Yeah, yeah man. Kim fucking... Kardashian's going to have another kid, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Topical news. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well. I was just kind of come up with a way to wrap up the podcast. Oh. I didn't really think oh. that we would affect change. Um, I, yeah. Obviously, Sorry, you know what? what you Fuck this podcast. What was your final Fuck. statement? There's no Sorry. fucking final statement. I was just like, I just wanted to talk to you about mental health because it's a thing. I'm sitting here with the fucking, you got pills. There's pills everywhere. This is, this is as soon as these pills came out, Eddie, this has affected you. Oh, I guess so. What, is, what does it remind you of? Well, you used to take a lot of pills? No, no, no. I'm just uh, curious about... Because I forget to take them, that's why. Pills. Oh. No, I don't really care. Oh, but that's why I, I forget. Oh, that's why you put them out. Good. Oh, right. Yeah, that's another thing I would be terrible at, remembering oh. to take pills. Dude. Yeah, That'd I should have a pill box, but sorry. Mental health. Be happy. Hey, get a pill box, guys, if you find yourself forgetting to take your pills. <laughs> or you, like, smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> or something like that. All right, guys. Um, all right, dude. So, Jimmy, thanks. We're gonna Thank you, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back at some other future point to talk about other things. All right, bye. Alright. Okay, yeah, huh? Mental health. Huh? Did we solve anything? Did we 
paint any pictures? Anything clear to anybody out there about what to do about it? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I just, you know, what it is is there's just no real mm, priority about it, uh, at least in our country, this good old U.S. of A. And because of that, we're just kind of seeing the consequences of not paying attention to a population of millions of people who have access to about 100 guns each. However, no access to anybody to talk to. I don't know. I mean, that's not a winning formula in my book, but hey, I'm sure we're going to get through it with our can-do spirit because we are America. You know what we need to do is rebrand. Maybe what we should do is rebrand the USA, right? Because right now USA stands for the United States of Active Shooters. So we got to just, you know, what about the United States of Armor Plating or something? You know, United States. How about everybody just dress up in full body armor? In fucking, we'll just be impervious. Go ahead, shoot, shoot up, shoot my kids. Go ahead, shoot them, shoot them. They need the, they need the reps. They need the experience of learning what it feels like to get hit by a, a round from an AR-15, 20 yards or whatever, and then be okay with that because that's just the way of the world now. Maybe let's just arm the kids. Fuck it, let's just arm everybody. In fact, if everybody's covered in body armor, the real uh, winners or the people who would win out are people with Teflon bullets, I guess. Teflon bullets, Teflon knives, maybe a lot of Teflon, not, you know, Teflon bullets might be hard to come by. Um, so that's the, like your ultimate Trump card. Maybe the government, only the government can have Teflon bullets and come just mow people down. And just the bullets just go through their body armor, you know, like hot knife through butter. Just but otherwise it's just uh, elaborate knife fights with Teflon knives. Um, and then society, maybe it'll be like samurai society or something. Yeah. Honor would return. Maybe the duel would be reinstituted. Could solve our differences by having a Teflon knife fight or something to that effect. See, I should not be a ruler because these are terrible ideas, but it, I feel like we got to do something. Let's do something. Just don't have all these crazy people with millions of guns. I mean, I don't know if that's I feel like having everybody covered in body armor and stabbing each other with Teflon knives might be a little bit better, but that's, I, it's not my responsibility to come up with these solutions. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast. Please check out my website, rojankim.com. Go to rojankim.com. Uh, while you're there, um, check out my Twitter, at rojankim. On my website, you can actually follow me. You don't even have to go to Twitter. You don't have to do all that. Just go to my website. Yeah. Um, hey, I got an email. I've got an email for the podcast. So rojankimcast at gmail.com. R-O-G-I-N-K-I-M-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. If you've got a question, maybe I'll take viewer questions. Maybe I'll read your question out loud. On the on out loud. <laughs> I'll just read it out loud. I won't record it. I'll just read it out loud. I might do that. I might even record it. I might even record it, put it on my voice recorder, and then put it up on the internet. Whoa. What what kind of world is this that we live in where that is possible, right? On one hand, we've got people just getting shot up left and right, but on the other hand, we can um uh, send pictures of our dicks to anybody on the planet. My god. <sighs> It's a long way. I think we've come a long way from um, nuclear weapons and almost destroying ourselves, you know, to uh, now just to be able to say whatever stupid thing we want and have the whole world hear it. That's just great, isn't it? That's great. And so thank you again for listening. Uh, I've got shows, man. I've got uh, every first Monday at Autos, Shrunken Head, if you're in the East Village, check it out. Come on out to... Um, Bar Court in Brooklyn, second and third Mondays of every month, my friend Caleb show, you know, and while you're at it, go to the Creek in the Cave, Long Island City, it's a happening joint, and the last Monday of every month, my friend Dee Marie and Tiana Miller's show, Gentrification. Smoking, smelling really normal. Ask me if I want it.
Been out in house shoes like the shit. No more. Change my jewelry 